the Guaranteed Irish Business Podcast with Breed O'Connell. Hello and welcome to the Guaranteed Irish Podcast. Guaranteed Irish, one of Ireland's most enduring and recognisable and authentic symbols. It helps Irish consumers identify products and services that are altogether a better choice for the life of their communities and for Ireland. Hello, I'm Breed O'Connell. And every fortnight, a Guaranteed Irish business member will join me to tell us more about their business, its objectives, contribution to local communities and its support for Irish jobs. The podcast is aimed to shine a light on all Guaranteed Irish businesses across Ireland and how they benefit their local communities, drive innovation and stay competitive in a marketplace. Joining me this week is Ronan Farrell, Managing Director of J.V. Hutton. Ronan, you're very welcome. Thank you very much, Breed. Ronan, tell us first and foremost, what does J.V. Hutton do? J.V. Hutton, we're an insurance broker that specialises in business insurance. So we look after Irish SMEs, um, typically from anyone from a sole trader up to people, maybe 60 or 70 employees. And we look after, sort of have a look, go in, have a review of their business identify exposures that they might have to litigation, whether that be financial or from injury or anything like that, and provide a suite of insurance solutions to to help them overcome that. And why is JV Hutton different to other insurance uh, companies out there? Yeah, well, I think um, the focus that we have on Irish SMEs um, is something that my background probably would have been um, focusing on larger risks. So some of the large public sectors, such as like Irish Rail or Dublin Airport Authority, I would have had experience with those accounts over the years. And the guys that I brought in um, would have all have come from corporate brokers as well. And our view is that we we have um, we have expertise that maybe is a little bit lost in the SME sector at the moment. So we feel that we're sort of bringing a, an approach that the, the larger corporates will get into the SME space, and that's okay. our sort of USP. Okay, so you're bringing the experience and the wisdom um, as opposed to a junior in a larger firm uh, dealing with the smaller business. Exactly. Now, insurance is nearly a dirty word at the moment here in Ireland because people feel they're being ripped off, they can't afford it, insurance rates are climbing. What's J.V. Hutton doing to change and dispel that? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> but I suppose uh, one of the I suppose uh, things that a lot of people maybe misinterpret about, the industry is made up of, of a couple of different areas and the insurance companies... It might be what you're referring to there, but mm. I probably don't agree 100%, but I'll mm. come back to that. But the insurance brokers, we represent the clients. Right. So we represent the, S- the SME community. The business. Yeah. So like what, anyone that's in business will, will probably use a broker. Mm. Um, and I think uh, that's for a number of things. One, markets fluctuate. Different insurance companies come in and out of the market for different sectors. And it's up to us to have our eye on the ball to make sure that we can get things placed. Like at the moment, we're, we're working on the likes of a cafe and retail where you've heard there's been some high profile withdrawals in the market and we're sort of manoeuvring them now, making sure we have them placed for everything that's coming up over the next few months. So okay, that's sort of expertise that we're bringing. But in reality, I think that the, the big help is where when somebody suffers a loss, whether that be, you know, a fire sort of claim or whether someone slips on their premises or they damage a third party premises. And then that's when our expertise comes in and we'd have a panel of experts to come in and help them and represent them when they're dealing with the insurance companies. And I think that's where we add a lot of value. You know? Okay, so in terms of Ireland then as a, as a nation, there is a, cult, a, you know, there's a compo culture out there. Have you seen that or have you seen um, uh, any, I suppose, steps put in place to minimise this? Every day is the answer to your first question, unfortunately. And it's our customers that feel the brunt of this. Of course. Um, so... Like the biggest, the best thing that was actually put in place uh, to tackle this was the Personal Injuries Assessment Board, and that was actually put in place twenty years ago, I'd say now. 
and this is where um, they can fast track uh, litigation so if someone suffers a loss they can go through this personal injuries assessment, assessment board and they offer the reward at the end of it and it keeps it out of the legal system and it's a 500 euro fee for the solicitor for processing it and then that's it basically and there's a book of quantum there and they allocate an award but well, look, when you talk to every insurance company to give you a different number, but it's usually in around, they reckon that only 20% of claims that should go through this personal injuries board is actually going through. Okay. And what's happening is uh, a lot of clients are being probably advised not to accept the award, that they might get higher in court, you know. And then, so again, so that's bringing, so there's 80% of those claims that should be going through there are now in the court system which takes a lot more time and are a lot more expensive. Cause and puts a lot of SMEs out of business. A lot of SMEs out of business and it's very difficult. Like, like I have customers every day ask me, well, what can I do? And unfortunately, yeah. there isn't much you can do. And it's, it's nearly like the onus of responsibility has has gone, you know? So like, mm. how am I at fault here? And you're like, mm. well, you're not. But then why is this claim on my policy? Mm. I said, well, unfortunately, you know, and insurance companies will settle, you know? Like, they'll go in and they'll look and see you know, what judge is on the day, you know, mm. what's his track record like, mm. um, and, and they'll try and settle if it means cutting costs down and thinking they're going to, you know, maybe mm. settle the claim cheaper because they're just trying to balance the books as well. It is a problem for SMEs. We do need to address it in the country, in this country. Would you agree? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And look, I think there, there are steps to be take, being taken and I know uh, Minister Darcy has recently set up the judicial review and I yeah. think there's been eight or twelve judges appointed to this now and it just a welcome. Seems to be, yeah, a welcome. It, it's brilliant, you know, yes, and yeah. and it's a process. And I know um, his example was, I think, a sprained finger. When I was at a conference recently, he was speaking at him, and he said, when you get a sprained finger, you can actually get 15,000 for a sprained f- uh, finger in this country. And he said, it happened to him every week in training, you know, like so. Like, and, but his view is that that should be capped, you know, at, you know, four or 500, you know. Yeah, and I totally course. agree because. Like yeah. we all have spraying fingers, and it happens yeah. on a regular basis. So Crazy it's just some of the awards are, are incredible. I like your backstory, Ronan. Uh, you joined the com- you bought the company quite recently, but it's a much older company. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so the company itself uh, was set up by JV Hutton, who's John. I presume mm. it's Victor Hutton, and mm. uh, he set it up in 1995 um, in Blanchestown, where we're based. And uh, yeah, he ran the company up till the end of 17. Um, my background is working for actually insurance companies as opposed to brokers. So I would have spent, uh, in the insurance side of things, I would have worked for the likes of Aviva, um, right. a company called Hiscox and Travellers for the right. last for the last few years. And uh, now I approached them at the end of 17 with a view to, uh, I was looking to acquire brokers mm. and um, he was looking, he was at the stage of his life where he wanted to spend a bit of time in the beach, I think, you know. Yes. And uh, so we, we shook hands and did a deal. So that was at uh, the end of 17. So from January 18, I acquired his his, uh, I acquired the business basically, and uh, yeah, I've been running it since. So, and how many was, staff have you? J- there's five now. More. Yeah, so there was there was uh, we had Great. one member of staff for for two days a week when I joined, and there's five now. So well sort of, sometimes you have to pinch yourself a little bit, you know. That's but uh, things are, well, are moving with, in the right with direction. that comes responsibility. Um, so, what's your day to day job? Are you still out dealing with clients? I am. Um, I'd like to be doing it a bit more, but uh, I suppose when you're, people will probably relate to this, but when you're ND of a small company, um, I do everything. Do so everything. last, uh, like we had a, I suppose, a planning session last September um, for the team to look at 2020 and, and how we're going to, what we're going to do in 2020. And then I probably went back and put the bins out, you know, right. so you do, you do a bit of from that, but like on a day to day basis, 
I suppose, look, every week I'd sit down with each of the guys on a Monday, um, have a look at their world, you know, see what's going on and see if I can add any value and make sure that we're on top of everything and we're attacking the plan. And what are the plans for growth and expansion? Because clearly you're a young man, you've uh, just acquired the business, well, acquired it a few years ago, but it's still uh, very new and in growth stage. So what's the big plan? For yeah, 2020. So, yeah, for 2020. So look, at, at the moment, it's, it's what well, we're on a day-to-day basis, it's organic growth, really, you know. So we are looking at, you know, it's the, the old-fashioned, and I have a bit of a sales and business development background. So, you know, pipeline development, pipeline management, and being strong in execution. And look, we've grown by nearly 400%. Uh, Amazing. Since, since, yeah, and well like our plan for this year now is only about 35. But, you know, that's, you never know. You know, yeah. we see the economy can drive that as and well. 35% but is still growth in still any market. Good, but, yeah. but, but like acquisitions is something that we're actively looking at as well but there has been um, a lot of consolidation in the Irish market over the last few years. I'm glad you brought that up because obviously you're after getting into that space yourself so Mm. are the smaller insurance brokers being bought up by the bigger companies? They are. You know, and uh, I suppose this was something that I would have been acutely aware of. Um, when I go back, my previous role was with a company called Travellers Insurance Company and I was sort of running sales and distribution across Ireland, Northern Ireland and Scotland and I suppose consolidation would have happened there probably 15, 20 years ago and or has been happening for 15, 20 years. So I'd seen it and there were very few small brokers left, you know, so it's How good and bad. How important is that for the S and uh, the small and medium enterprise? Because they can get lost with the bigger companies. Isn't there, isn't there a niche so. there for the small and medium? I think so, you know, especially like Ireland is the land of SME, you know, like that's that's what mm. we're that's what we're made of. But it's um, like there is because, you know, like the, the bigger brokers, you know, like you could like, you know, might have deals done with certain insurance company like, are you getting proper advice? So I think um I think it's an issue. Um but it is sort of that consolidation as well has an impact on I suppose my plans when I was looking at acquisitions as a as a as a sort of channel for growth this consolidation and a lot of it actually believe it or not is driven by Brexit um, so what you had is you had some UK big UK brokers that had European business and they were looking to consolidate that and make sure they had a solution post Brexit and by buying an Irish broker they sort of hurdled the right. regulatory requirements that the Central Bank because the Central Bank of Ireland have actually been they've been very strong but they've been very uh, strict as well like you can't put a brass plate in the door uh, on Fitzwilliam Square and have a company here like you maybe can in some of the other jurisdictions in the EU so um, to actually set up here it's a big investment so mm. the, actually a fast track way of doing it has been to acquire Irish brokers mm. so you have seen like some large players coming in and that's driving the price up a bit so whether that's a viable option for someone my size going forward I don't know yet I'll have to see but mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's it, you know they, they're doing it for different reasons you know whereas I'd be doing it for, for growth and, and profitability and I suppose it's important to keep an eye on the prize if, if your USP is for the small and medium enterprise here uh, you mm. need to keep that niche uh, strong and yeah. ke- not to get lost in the in the in the in the in the race to grow too fast, I suppose, Spot too on. quickly. Absolutely. Uh, in terms of the opportunity, and um, as in terms of the competitions that are out there uh, for you facing your business, how has Guaranteed Irish and being a member of Guaranteed Irish? been helpful to you in terms of setting you apart? Um, I, I think it's great actually um, I had a look around and I, I think FPD are accredited guaranteed Irish and they'd be insurance companies, not really in, in my space but um, 
and I haven't seen many others now I could be wrong but um, so like it, it definitely is setting us apart a little bit and um, like a lot of our customers now like we've, we would have the guaranteed logo on all of our documentation going out and a lot of our customers have commented and it's a it's nothing but positive um, and then there's also like the, the networking side of things as well is, is very strong and I'm looking forward to the networking events uh, from gar- for, that Guaranteed Irish put on are a great way of meeting other co- like-minded companies who are looking to support each other So Rona where is the business based? The business is based in Blanchestown on Main Street in Blanchestown and it has been there since 1995. And your web address for people who want to get in contact with it's you? It's Okay, well, thank you very much. Ronan Farrell, Managing Director of JV Hutton. He's based in Blanchardstown. You have his email address. And uh, we wish you every success for the future, and particularly 2020, and we look forward to working with you. If you feel your business can benefit from networking with like-minded businesses here in Ireland, contact guaranteedirish.ie for more information. That's it for now. I'm Breed O'Connell from Guaranteed Irish. See you next time. If you feel your business can benefit from networking with like-minded businesses here in Ireland, contact guaranteedirish.ie for more information.